Syllable economy, man. Why would you use? Why would you ever use muff to describe a woman's vajage? Hey, man, I don't Is know. Is vajage better than muff? For sure. <laughs> vajage. I feel like vajage could vajage. Oh, and we're back. For hey, episode. how's Hard it going? Hard history. Hard fried history. Uh, the only podcast that's unhealthy for you. You gain calories you by gain listening mad, to this this podcast. Mad unsaturated fats mm-hmm. in this hoe. But undiluted, unsaturated history. Ugh, Ugh. That's, that would have been a better podcast, man. Unsaturated, yeah, unsaturated, yeah. Undi- yeah, <laughs> unsaturated history. Just thinking, all my friends are dead would be a good one too. I mean, all my friends are dead, but like, I kind of, I kind of consider our subjects our yeah, friends. That's real sad, dog. <laughs> Do you consider the people we study friends? I mean, for for time, bro. You need more friends. You yeah. Do, do I though? Do, do, do just, I though? Yeah, no. Do yeah. Because I'm your friend, mm-hmm. and I've met your other friends. You actually got some weird, cool, suburban white friends. Like, you ever yeah. meet, like, the kids, the white kids from the suburbs that are just, like, cool? And you'd be like, all right, you, you cool, You're Jacob. all right, yeah. Yeah, Jacob. Hey, we cool. don't like it here either, man. Nobody likes it there. <sighs> my man, my man's from the woodlands out here. <sighs> Tries to lie to me for spring. He's trying to say he's from like a little bit of a hooded suburb, and then but I find out I went to his house. He's from the richer suburb. He just lies to me. No, we're, just, we're from the, the other city. side of I forty five. We're not we're not intermingled with is, all the. We're the we're the we're the. He's from he technically in the city. He's from like a different. He's from like the the little hooded suburb, but like it's the part right next to the richer suburb. So it's all relative. Isn't that's it? the thing about Americans. We all want to be like act like we're middle class or like yeah. Like we come from nothing. What happened? Well, we romanticize the the middle class. We That's the whole American dream. From it, Jefferson to Jackson is building something up from the ashes. The whole middle class having something your own, working for this. The you whole know? middle class is just sexy. Ooh, it's your little sexy middle class ass. You got a toaster. You don't have people toast your bread. You toast your own bread. There you go. Put butter on it your own self. Unhealthy butter because you're middle class. Unsat. Do they have unsaturated butter? No, I got soft free butter. They got every type of butter except the butter that would actually make you not die. Okay. So, reporting live from the streets, Joshua Stokes. Represent. Disgusting. All right. (laughs) Speaking of people (laughs) who built something up from nothing, (laughs) here's our guest for our subject for the day is Ching Xie or Chengi Sao. She is the. Probably the most successful pirate of all time. This is the thing I love about about uh, about studying her. I just fuck with anybody with aliases. Yeah. If you got more than three names, people know you by, you can get my attention. That's why I don't really fuck with George Washington because he got one name. Yeah, that's he yeah, didn't he didn't name, earn any accolades or any yeah, other yeah, any like other if variations. George, you about like Georgie Two Smokes. I'd be like, yo, uh, <laughs> what did he do? And he's like, he's like, no. Sometimes I was, I was selling crack in Baltimore. If George Washington sold crack in Baltimore, I'd be a little bit more interested in his life story. I don't think crack was around when. Shh. Build the story though. Okay. Live to your essence, my G. All right. I think Chingy Sao had two. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Chingy Sao. I like, I like that Chingy one Sao? better. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that to make the it, first make name it, make on, it the, on the paper. That's the one I read about. Okay. That's the one that they use. That's the one I'm going to use. Okay. So, not a whole lot is known about her early 
childhood. She was born supposedly around 1775, probably in Canton, which is a port right along the South China coast, otherwise known as Guangzhou. Yo, gang, so if if you listen to this, and we, I think we recorded this a little bit before whatever happens in, in Hong Kong is about to happen. Jesus Christ. Yo, shout out to all those people who just felt this in Hong Kong. That's wild because the Chinese government is actually gathering troops in, in Guangzhou. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're actually gathering troops right across the border in Guangzhou and Shenzhen. Well, lots, lots going on in Guangzhou, Yeah, huh? no, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get real sticky. Okay. okay. Shout out to you. We love you. We fuck with y'all, dog. Yeah, hey, Keep doing up. what you're doing. Keep your head up. So, again, not a, not a whole lot is known about her childhood, but she starts to come into prominence or really, really hit the historical record around 1800 or 1801. After she met this one, one another Chinese pirate, his name was Cheng Yi or Zheng Yi, depending on the pronunciations or how it was translated into another language. Yeah. So one thing I'm I'm, I'm impressed by you by is that you just your pronunciation either either you're pronouncing this stuff right or you're for you you have some white confidence. I've never. No man, that's all it takes. It just takes confidence. That white just, confidence. just don't let anybody know <laughs> you that you're so fucking wrong. that you're butchering this shit. You just gotta you just gotta say it with an air of professionality, and everybody yo, I, yo, everybody even, believes you, man. Yo, you're you're wildin', but go ahead. Okay. So Zheng Yi, he's looking for a wife. He's mm-hmm. done. He's done with marauding. He's done with pillaging. He's done with all that. He's looking. He's looking to settle down, right? And so he has. A bunch of women who work on something called a, a flower boat, which is basically like a floating brothel in late 18th century, early 19th century China. He gets a bunch of these women to, and he basically like in, inspects them, for lack of a better term. It's crazy. Yo, a flower boat is just a brothel. A floating brothel. Floating brothel. Just a giant pleasure yacht. Yeah, you know what we call a floating brothel? Nowadays, what New Orleans? Mm. I mean, it's not exactly separated from the mainland, but, but it, like, give it a few years. All, give it we'll a few get years. There. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, a fly. Would you? But is is this, is it really a floating brothel if it's in international waters? Mm. Because in international waters don't shit apply. That's a good point. So international waters, you can do whatever you want. Well, what would you call a legal? Brothel, then. Did the terms change based on legality? A legal brothel? Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know what you just called. I don't even know. What, if brothels were legal, what, what would you call them? You just call them legal brothels? Ple- pleasure houses? I feel like you got to put, P- put a PR spin Bro, on that. So now we just call them massage parlors. That's disgusting. Massage parlors aren't legal brothels, though. Yeah, but that's 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 the PR spin. I call, if I, I call a, a legal brothel uh, a Tickle Me Elmo. A Tickle My Elmo. Tickle, no. no. Ugh. <laughs> Yo, when does Tickle Me Elmo's Me Too situation come out? That man's disgusting. <laughs> He's walking around telling people to tickle him. That's, that's absolutely disgusting. Yo, Elmo. We see you. Where are the bodies? <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, so Zingy, he's inspecting all these women, and then mm-hmm. the woman formerly known, or the women. Laterally known later, the woman later known as Chengi Sao. She's unbounded. Hey, hey, nobody, nobody who listens to this podcast cares about the way you say that. I'm just gonna tell you that right now. You're right. 
So go ahead. Okay. So she's unbounded. And apparently she she leaps at him and basically just starts trying to claw his eyes out. And he notices that in contrast to all the other women, her feet are not bound. And so she starts attacking him. And this this kind of turns him on. He's turned on by her ferocity. And so he, he I think he takes her aboard, aboard his boat and he's like, I'm going to give you everything. I'm going to give you silks. I'm going to give you jewels and gold and you're going to eat well and we're we're gonna travel the world together mm-hmm. and she's like i don't want any of that i want half of your fleet and 50 percent of the power and he agrees so in 1801 they get married so just a question just a couple of questions are you in the like like, like women, like like the ferocious women, because that's the thing. Like I kind of identify with this because I'm into women who put up a fight. I'm in the women, a woman who I feel like would stab me. Like I just, I'm into what I, I don't know why I'm in. I was that. gonna ask, what yeah. is that about? Do you really? Have you really? Are you into that? I I don't want to. I know. I know. I mean, the your more, girl next door. She's yeah. like in the room next door. The more uh, are you into that? You're in a woman who will stab. Like I, I something about a woman. I feel like just. I mean, you gotta I you gotta watch yourself. Fight me, you know? know? Yeah. I somebody who can hold her own. Like who might you come in one night? Oh, where you been? Man, you know your business. And then she just slaps you. But oh, guess what? She didn't slap you. She also slapped you in there with a razor blade in between her middle finger and her weird finger that nobody uses. All of a sudden, you and then fucking now your shit's bleeding, yeah. leaking. You gotta call the cops. Baby, bitch is gone. I mean, there's something to be That's said beautiful. that like men, men have a natural need to dominate something, and so here you are faced with something that is indomitable. That's crazy, right? Though. And all of a sudden, That's, you're like, oh, I gotta have do that. Do we have a natural There's need to dominate, else. or is that just the way that we've been programmed? This is mm, that's a good point. It's a lot of have wild we been shit. raised to want to dominate, or is yeah, that biologically ingrained? Right here, dog. I had this same conversation with a black man with a kufi on two weeks ago. What the hell is a kufi? That's wild. Why I do a podcast with you? You don't know what the kufi is. I'm gonna Google it right Google now. Google that kufi right now, dog. Two, so two, two, two O's or a U? A U. Okay. Uh, you know how to spell kufi? No. Why do I do a podcast with you? Hey, they make the same. Oh, okay. I see. I see them. <laughs> you know to... Yeah, these little. <laughs> yeah, the, these little the, hats. Yeah, man. The the the, the like muzzle like muzzle yeah, hats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's wild. And then my second question about this about about, about Chang Yi. And and Changi Sao. What's bound feet, and what's unbound feet, and what's that? Okay. Like, what's unbound? So, I, I think I know it. I heard of it before, but I don't really know. What's that? We have unbound feet naturally. They're just regular. Yeah, I'm looking at your toes right now. That's feet. disgusting. Put on socks, dog. I'm not. I took next just, time you I see just, me, put I on just socks. took them off. I wanted my piggies to breathe. Okay. Yeah, those aren't piggies. Those are full grown hogs. <laughs> <laughs> Raising them for the slaughter. <laughs> All right. So bound feet. I'm pretty sure we can we can we can Google that too. You want to look at this shit? Yeah, let's look at some bound feet. I'm pretty sure they like. curl the toes. I'll Google it myself. Oh my god, they curl them to where they're like underneath the underneath the sole of your foot, and they look all contorted and messed up and oh that looks awful weird 
looks uncomfortable. They're they're literally like pressed into the the sole to where it's almost it's they're flat footed. You know, the toes are entirely you're walking on your toes and the sole of your foot Jeez. at the same time. They're like curled That's... inward. And I read I read that like during this time period men would would it was an indicator of like wealth that the woman didn't have to work and therefore she didn't need to be on her feet and so a woman with bound feet was obviously from she was like you know she had money and she was she was raised in by a more prominent family no this is never sexy <laughs> no they, they they it was it was hot it was like like no a, man there's just some weird dude with the foot fetish who, who started this who had enough money to be like yo is it we're this all sexy? doing this and then people were like, oh, yeah, because I'm trying to get a job with this dude. That's hot. It's not hot. That's disgusting. It's pretty gross. But they, saying, they, you, they thought it was hot. If you're cute and you have bound feet now, okay, maybe we can talk about something. But that's just that was just that's just weird. You yeah, it's a, that's a lot. From, from what I what I also heard is is that they uh, that's they not had like natural. That's not you. You, you, you can somehow, you know, God touched no. you with that affliction. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, you just you just wrap your feet but up. It, like it means she came from an aristocratic background, and it also meant that you were going to have to take care of her. You know, she had bound feet; she 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 could not work, and so men would like get aroused at the idea of a woman like hobbling around, unable to walk. And you kind of hit it's a really weird fetish because you're almost like fetishizing the patriarchy in a really weird way. But they also had like a like a Kama Sutra of bound feet. To where they were like really graphic pictures and images of of all the different freaky deaky stuff Is you could like do dude, to a woman like, with bound feet. Getting her, getting a dude getting like foot fucked with like by a girl with bound feet. Yeah. That's hey, you could thing. probably still Google that shit today, and something would pop up. It's just if you weird. really were that curious. It's just weird that people are just like, yo, I, I want your feet to be deformed. Under your fucking foot, creating this weird triangle foot thing. <laughs> That's my thing. And then I want to fuck it. <laughs> like, yo, men are sick. Men are disgusting. <laughs> yes, that's that's well, like we were talking about earlier. They have they have a need to dominate, and what can be what is more a, easily a dominated than uh, a woman uh, who can't run or can barely walk, for that matter. No, that's the. It all, it all, yeah, it is. It's gross. I'm not, I'm not disputing that, but it, it, it makes sense when you look at it in a certain light. Oh man, said, yo, these pictures, these bound. If, if you have, hey, time, just, just close that tab, man. Google, There's no need Google to Google bound feet. Now I, now I can't look away. And the weird thing about this bound foot page is all grandmothers. Yeah, it's man. Like all, <laughs> it's not, all, not, not seeing anyone young with you, bound, bound feet. I don't know if you guys have ever been to like a, a, a dumpling house or like a Viet like pho place. You know what I'm saying? You know that grandma that just sit and don't do shit, and you want like, well, who is she? And she just don't sit. She just do. She don't do shit. She just sit at one table and just be just stares asleep, at everybody, <laughs> staring, talking to niggas sometimes. Like, did she all start this way? No, no, no. That it's that lady. Just it's that lady just with really weird deformed feet. That's all. That's just hundreds, hundreds of photos. <laughs> I am disturbed. <laughs> <laughs> Did a did a deep dive on on these 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 toes, so she had unbound feet, so that's part of the reason she was able to become the badass warrior woman that 
she became. I like all my women with unbound feet, and I don't yep. know who needs to hear that. But for the record, yeah, for the record, not Max, a fan of, of, yeah, no, of bound un, feet. Unbound that the shit's, most. That unbound shit's gross. Things, let them let let those piggies be free. You know, let them wiggle in the breeze. Again, I'm I'm uncomfortable with you saying the word piggies, but that's fine. The What's toes or the, the 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 breeze. Don't look down at your hogs man. through your toes. Don't look down with your boars. Getting excavating your you toe. Got mad your, wild your toe jam. <laughs> wild boars. <laughs> Yeah, I do need to trim my nails. And anyways, so after this, 1801, there's this civil war going on in Vietnam known as the Taesan Rebellion, started by two brothers. And Cheng Yi Sao and Zheng Yi, they are hired by the Vietnamese as privateers to fight against the Chinese. However, this rebellion is put down in 1802. The brothers died. However, it does give the couple a chance to, to gain some experience and flex, flex their muscle. Side note, did we really think we were going to win Vietnam when these people have been rebelling against places since 1800? <laughs> For real. They got this rebellion game down. Yes. By by Many Many have tried. Many have tried. None have succeeded. I mean, uh, uh. the French did for a while. You're right. You're right. But that's wild. But we've been rebelling since, since 1801, my G. Could you since say that's the... Like, National export of Vietnam? Can I say that? No, nah, national export is like Benny Babies or some shit now. Oh, really? Yeah, they're wild. Hmm. Yeah, no, the the way it's going to go is China used to be the mass export. Like, like you get your, all your shit manufactured there, and then they're going to have rising wages because they're now becoming, they have a greater middle class. It's like, wait, hold up, this is fucked up. So then it's going like, to move down to like thailand vietnam and there's a move down to huh. indonesia it's, it's, it's gonna all be you know but what do we do when there's nowhere left to outsource to that's when the crackdown happens okay that's when that's when that's, the crack, that's when it gets real that's when it gets yeah, very real well that's a that's a whole story that's a, a yeah we'll get to we'll, look when we get on that international ooh, ooh, i got some hot takes that history has yet to unfurl ooh, I got some we'll hot see. takes. <laughs> so Next milestone is around 1805. Zengi, he starts to consolidate power, and he's bringing all the pirate fleets under his banner. He was in charge of the Red Fleet, but they had six other fleets. The Black Fleet, which is the second largest, and sometimes mm-hmm. the Red Fleet and the Black Fleet, they had, they had beef sometimes. Then you got the White, the Blue, the Yellow, and the Green Fleet. So it's basically like a, like a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers setup of all these, all these fleets that they have. Yeah, and uh, and and uh, honestly, which fleet would you be? Man, I want to be. I want. I would want to be in the red fleet, but I'm. I'm. I'm probably. I'm probably a more of a yellow guy. Damn, I'm you gotta go put yourself guy. in the top fleet. You gonna put yourself in one of them side? Hey, fleets? I, I, I. You asked what fleet <laughs> would I be in, You're not what fleet, fleet I want to You're be a in. Side fleet guy. What would what fleet would I be a part of? Probably, a probably fleet. yellow. That's so sad. That's real sad. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> what fleet would you be in? Top fleet, dog. Top pirate. How do you know? Because that's my aura. My aura is top that's a lot flight. Of, that's a lot of self-confidence you have yeah, in yourself have to be the top pirate. Look, look, I've been a top pirate. Hey, man, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just happy to be a part of it. You're a part disgusting. of it all in the yellow fleet. You make you know, me feel I'm chilling, man. We but, need, we man, need uh, people like me to no, be at the bottom, no, <laughs> you know? Because yeah. we need... Uh, and that's why your kid's going to stay at the bottom because that's how men top. Who says I'm going to have kids, man? Dang, my man's going to stay celibate out here. That's wild. 
I mean, let's let's let. I would like to have kids. I was just I was just fucking. Yeah, around. you wild for that cool. one. Okay. So November fifteenth, eighteen oh seven, Zingy he finally he dies. Cause unknown. Some say mm. that he was he was blown off the edge of the ship in like a like a, just some strong winds just carried him over the edge and he drowned. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Others say he was assassinated, died in battle. He Nobody knows how he, he died. Well, he was assassinated. If somebody says, "Yo, yo, what happened, to Josh?" <laughs> Some strong winds carried. <laughs> yo, yo oh. investigate them dudes. <laughs> Go after. Investigate them dudes, cause <laughs> yo, some strong winds carried that brother away. <laughs> what? He killed me. Like, this fucking on. Kansas man. No. <laughs> so at the at the time of his death, the Red Fleet had around seventy thousand pirates under its command, and everybody starts jockeying for power. Everybody wants that top dog seat including Chingy Sao which literally translates to widow of Chang and she eventually ends up assuming power and so she needs to appoint a commander of the red fleet flag maybe the black fleet because is what she assumed power she needs to appoint a commander of a prominent fleet and so she appoints her adopted son Shang Pao now this dude he is the adopted son of Chingy Sao and Zheng Yi he was stolen from his fisherman father at age 15 by Chingy, and he became his kind of like his his male concubine, allegedly. Mm-hmm. They were they were like having sex with each other, and then he adopts him as his son in order to, I guess, formalize a relationship or or, or at least get get him closer to him familially. And then Cheng Pao he ends up marrying Chingy Sao. Her adopted son. Very Oedipal stuff right here. Is is so let me tell you, so is is, is Chang Yi and Chang Yi Sao, are they from Kentucky? Might as well be. Or Arkansas. Cause this is some weird Yeah. We don't know anybody familiar or sex shit. This is like some weird It's just a question. I I wouldn't I would I wouldn't I would well if Maybe Chang Pao was more more astute than were aware of maybe he had his eye on the top prize all along maybe he was the one who pushed his father over the edge of the boat and then blamed it on strong winds i don't know whoever did that needs to go to jail but at the same time chang pao which also sounds like a great dish i'm pretty sure i've had that that dish before okay don't be don't be don't be cheeky (laughs) and i've never used the word cheeky before but i feel like that was the perfect But this is just a such a strong finesse game that yeah. I'm not even. This is a this is a this is this is this is a game, and this is like what he did right there was like yo, yeah, I'm the concub- I'm the male concubine of my like weird adopted father who's mm-hmm. a fucking pirate captain. Mm-hmm. Also, dope life just as a pirate captain. But then being like yo, once he dies, I'm gonna. Cause it's not really his mom. It's not really his mom though. He's fifteen. At fifteen, if somebody adopts a fifteen year old, I'm pretty sure they're just fucking that fifteen year old. Yeah, that's that. That's fair. Like maybe it was more of a territorial thing. Like this is my adopted son. You guys don't touch him. He is mine alone. Or if somebody adopts a fifteen year old, they're trying to create a stable home for that kid to play football. Maybe. 
the Chang did 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 Chang Pao play play any type of sport? Was he like no? It's just so weird. Do you count like pillaging as a sport? Fishing, I guess. No, pillaging is a sport. Have you ever pillaged before? I haven't. Wow, that's wild. No, but I, I I'm just so perplexed about like when you know. He must have been the sexiest ass little boy. Yeah, for them. I mean, like weird. Both. That's a pause. That's a moment. That's a weird. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. But like, if if he's like fucking Changi, right? Mm-hmm. As a woman, you see that, and you go, "Yo, I also want to f- fuck this kid. This kid. I also want to have sex." With- you think they ever did it all together at once? For sure. My, it's, like they just bro, got I'm these weird, incestual, adopted I'm family I'm orgies. If, if I, if look, if I, I'm a pirate, I still would probably uh, bang women just because that's our sex women because that's that's the this is societal trend. I've you know I grew up during this generation, so um, and also some of my penis likes, but. Okay. If you're like some dude pirate and you're fucking, yo, you're both my side bitch. I'm bringing y'all both in to this weird thing that we sexual thing that pyramid we, that we this got pyramid going scheme on. of of sex <laughs> that's happening. Yo, my man is. I just can't cunning. Like, I think is the best. Cun- the best Did you say word. coming? Cunning. I guess a little bit of both. Yeah, but he wanted man. he wanted the top spot and he got he got the top spot. Did Chang did Chang Pao have like just a, a huge penis or something I mean, like that? He was Chinese, so you were gonna make that racial thing. No one that was some that was some hack shit. Boop, yeah, boop, don't don't that. do that. Don't do racism <laughs> on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> so as far as Changi Sal's code of ethics, she had a number of different rules that she implemented once she came to power so obviously any commander that was giving alternative orders would be immediately beheaded because you don't want somebody else breaking away from the federation Mm -hmm. and staking their own claim for your position that's an easy one yeah any pirate who raped a female captive was beheaded Okay, that's something new because I'm pretty sure pirates were raping all the all time. The... That that came with I'm the pretty... territory. That was part you, of the job description. <laughs> you look at the description of any pirate. That dude's a rape. Look at how pirates are displayed nowadays. Those everybody talks about pirates of the Caribbean. Those are just a boat full of rapists <laughs> like, <laughs> looking to escape convictions. Those are rapists. <laughs> they all look like the dudes. Yeah, yeah. It's too. They look like my uncle. <laughs> a lot of them. If I'm, if I'm okay. being real, right. I got, I got. We don't, look, we don't have time. I got some sketchy you, uncles. You What's going on? Mm, I don't want. I don't want. No, yeah, I don't want to talk that's about sad. it. So, any pirate who took a captive as his wife had to be loyal to her, or else he was beheaded. So she's not only she's she's very adamant on fidelity, which given okay. her given her past as like a prostitute or a madam of a of a floating brothel, it, it kind of makes sense why she would take this direction. Any pirate caught having sex with a female captive, even if it was consensual, was beheaded, and the female captive was thrown overboard with cannonballs tied to their feet in order to make sure that they sunk to the bottom. You know what I'm mad about? I'm what? mad about the whitewashing. The whitewashing of pirate discipline. Oh, you, walk you, the plank? Walk nah, the plank? They, they didn't do a whole yeah, lot. Yeah, walk the plank? Oh no, fuck that. We're not even gonna have you walk the plank. We're just gonna behead you and maybe we'll tie fucking cannonballs. 
to your feet and watched you drown slowly in these blue ass waters. But all we got was like, yo, walk the plank. I wish it. Some of these people were like, yo, I wish yeah, I could right. walk the plank. They didn't even walk the plank. Well, wish, a lot of them. That was I like that was like I a myth. The, I wish I could walk the plank instead of getting beheaded or yeah. getting thrown over. That's a little more, a little more badass. Yeah, like fucking walk the plank. To go walk the plank, and I, I to be fair, Sinks I don't even know bomb, if you could if you sleep. could if you could watch somebody drown with cannonballs tied to their feet. It, you could if maybe you were in like the Cayman Islands, or islands or Bahamas. I'm just but assuming most waters, the water is blue. I have no idea. Like about like Gulf of Gulf of Mexico. But yeah, we could not Gulf see anybody that's drown. Gulf we're not we're not going to be able to see through that. We shit. live in a dirty town. Dirty, dirty town. The dirty, dirty town. You know what's the dirtiest thing about this town? What? The strip clubs on the way to the Gulf of Mexico, like on the way to like Galveston. Dirtier than the Gulf itself? A place with no names. And best remain nameless. No, a place with no names. You just don't tell nobody your na- no names, no names involved. In oh, that. oh, okay, okay. Paying cash, you gotta get out. Immediately. It's disgusting. See my parole officer next. Mad mad flowers on t-shirts. There ain't no flowers even even to be seen in that area. <laughs> <laughs> so another interesting part of their code of ethics is that they had kind of like a like a general welfare system, I guess, or a general bank to where each of the fleets they would only keep twenty percent of what they made, and the rest would go to like a bank. And if any particular fleet was struggling to bring in their fair share some money or plunder, whatever you want to call it, would take it out of that general fund and then buy themselves like new guns or new sails or new armor or new cannons or whatever they might need in order to make sure that they're pulling their own weight. That's a that's a good that's a good policy. Like that's Smart. it's kinda it's kinda it's kinda the way that like taxes work. Yeah. Well like in a state where they actually take taxes. But this is like lawless by nature. But she started implementing. It's, it's this, weird this that system. there's a bunch of people who are lawless but like follow strict so. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like we came out, we came out to the seven seas in order to escape the confines of society, and here we are. We, we in another society. Do you yeah. feel like no matter what, you'll never escape society? That's kind of the way. Like I'm a pirate. Man. And I can't even I can't even pillage without I say can't so. Pillage. I'll get beheaded. If I can't I do what I want. I'm under this lady. Like not to be under this lady or this man or you saying but I'm like, under anybody. Under anybody. I can't even be a pilot because I'm I'm a scurvy having SOB. <laughs> Let me have scurvy. Let me wild out. That's my deal, okay? That's don't try my, to get involved with my shit. My don't tell me how to works. live my life. If I want scurvy, I'm gonna get scurvy. I'm gonna keep it. Get mad scurvy, wild out. So they start raiding all these coastal towns along the South China Sea coast. And eventually, Chingy Sao becomes known as the Terror of South China. There's another pretty badass accolade for you. You haven't just slapping more nicknames on Yo, here. where are you the Terror of? You ever been the Terror of a play? I'm the Terror of my local Whataburger. It's like, oh, this fucking guy again. Yeah, yeah. I always got to make sure to get like five spicy ketchups because I use a lot of the spicy ketchup because I ain't gonna buy it off the shelf because I I need I I want I want to see their eyes when I ask for all their spicy ketchup. Yeah, that's disgusting. You're a maniac. <laughs> I'm the terror of public bathrooms. Many uh, many many. Okay, a time. let's move on. <laughs> Where are you the terror of? Oh, what am I terror of? Oh, uh, the 
the Kirklands on uh on Highway Six, mm-hmm. close to five twenty nine. Y'all the terror though. I just wouldn't do. I didn't do no work. <laughs> like, <laughs> I lost them money. No, I was I was a good. I remember one time a lady came up to me and she was like, she was like, she was like, she was like, um, I was just, she was just standing there, and I was like, oh, what uh, what you need? I was like, what? I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> she got pissed, <laughs> and, and then she told my boss, and my boss was like, apologize, but she was like, yeah, we know you ain't shit, and I was like, that's fine. <laughs> bro, bro, that Kirkland was dope, dog. I so mad, I so mad, I so mad. Sconces and sconces, home decor. And how's shit. the how's the sconce sconce market looking? Uh, you, yeah, as long as it has curls in it. Women, a lot of a lot of women will buy it, and dudes who don't know shit about <laughs> everything is dudes come in. They just be like that one. Move on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like, hey, I'm a, I'm a, yeah. Men, men stress more functionality than uh, nah, aesthetics. Nah, there's certain things like they'll come in and they they would used to just look at paintings all day. Oh, okay. It just be like it just be like they don't know they they get so overwhelmed and scared. Women will take a while, but they know what they want. That's a good point. Dudes just go in there and just be like terrified almost. Oh, but that one. <laughs> oh, but that. Oh, but that'd be dope. <laughs> oh, that'd be dope. And then they end up buying some shit, and it should be corny and tacky, and don't match the colors in their house. And then they wonder why when women get home with them, and then they leave, they'd be like, "Why don't they ever come back?" Because your room is tacky, dog. With those was, those giant psychedelic. Posters, those giant tapestries, just hang on. Psychedelic. See that? Yeah, man. You've been watching. You seen yeah, those? We didn't even have no. Them. We didn't even have those. That shit was too tacky. Yeah, you got psychedelic. Saying, I've I've seen them. Some of my friends Did you have, have them. You had that in your dorm. What I never had. Do- I didn't what have. What was your sh- dorm decor like? Hold up. Before we get back to Changi's house. Okay. What was your dorm decor like? I didn't have decor. I was I was all I had like one calendar. From like a different artist that I would put all my school shit in, but for the most part, I was not inside my dorm at all. Means I wasn't fucking, of course, but no. I, I plus I had like roommates every time I lived on campus, and I was like, "You can have this room. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna be here as little as I as possibly can." I went and I bought the blackest shit possible, like the blackest three posters. Like I had the the I had the. The Olympic one with the dude, like, with the two dudes, like, raising the fist. I had both of the, I had that, that one. And then, other than that, I had a lot of Vaseline to jack off with. Other than yep. that, that was like, it was just stacked, stacked, stacked. Just a box of Vaseline. Mad Vaseline, dog. Mom's helping you move in, like, Josh, what's in this one? No, nah, like, I bought worry the Vaseline about it, after, because that's only when uh, I, okay, I got a job, too. Smart. <laughs> we get discount Kirk, gotta Kirkland's keep, Vaseline. Gotta that keep it? that coming. We don't even have that there. They just got weird. They sell Vaseline that would have weird, weird potpourri smells. Make your dick smell like potpourri. Okay, let's get back to Chase. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. So she could not be defeated by the Imperial Chinese Navy. So eventually, the so Qing she's Dynasty just running around murdering it, raiding pillaging. Chinese villages. Yeah. Balling out. Chengi Sao is actually the best pirate that nobody talks about. Yeah. It's, like, it's great. Well, I think part of the reason for that is that I don't think... I read somewhere that the Chinese don't don't romanticize pirates nearly as much as Westerners do. And then here in the they, West... It's so sick. 
we just want to talk about our pirates and we don't want to talk about Eastern pirates. So do you think that they don't romanticize pirates as much because pirates in terms of, in our, our in terms of our society, our society far more individualistic as with their societies, more of a, of a collective identity, not collective identity, but the, the identity yeah. is based in a lot of, a lot, a lot of collectivism in Eastern, Eastern societies. So do you think that that's that that the reason why we adore pirates more is because we're individuals and pirates are the most individualistic individual people. Like I'm breaking out of this mold that everybody's trying to and force me in. I'm gonna I'm gonna be my own floating society. Taking basically. things from people. Yeah. I don't know, man. You gotta find that, that out. Ma- no, that, make, that makes that makes sense. I don't know, man. This is the thing about pirates, dog. They're not. They they didn't say R as much as I thought they would. Arg. Arg. Yeah, sometimes jokes don't work, and then we just <laughs> move on. Just and then we just move, out. you throw them on so out here, and just, just don't work, and just that's fine. Seeing what sticks, seeing what lands. Yeah, we got to throw it against the wall, see it sticks. So eventually, the Qing Dynasty, they call in outside help from both the British and the Portuguese, because they needed backup. But they're also unable to defeat Qing Shi's forces for a while. Um, sometime in 1809... Chingy Sao's fleet, they end up capturing a British East India Trading Company ship, and they take seven British hostages, including this guy, Richard Glasspool, who was this English dude who wrote about his experiences. And a lot of the information that we have on Chingy Sao comes from Richard Glasspool, who is, of course, a white male. And you've got a white male telling the story of a woman, a Chinese woman that he doesn't fully understand. I I have one thing. One thing about you know, kind of doing this podcast and kind of trying to find more uh, minority, minority, not, okay, just non-white figures, but then uh, books written about those non-white figures from yeah. non, non-white historical viewpoints. And that's something, if you got any recommendations on that, shout put that, please, please tweet that. Or please. the Joshua B. Stokes Twitter, Instagram, you know what I'm saying? Please tweet that, add me on Facebook, add that, you know, email the podcast, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to, yeah, email Henry. You know what I'm saying? I'll do it. I would, yeah, I would love it. It's just, we would love that. Know. Would love that. Because you'd be getting these cracker points of views, and these crackers be wilding. Right. And they'd be having all types of, like, you know, because Henry be, you know, Henry be wilding. I'm pretty wild. Maybe with his white self. With my Chinese little dick jokes, right? That was what. Yeah, that was, that was real. Right? Keep moving. Keep moving. Keep going. I forgot about that. Keep Hot moving. garbage. Uh, so she starts a racketeering business, basically, and That's, she she would sell certificates of protection yeah. to fishermen along the coast. And if yeah. you did not have your certificate of protection, you're getting all your damn fish stolen or That's, whatever else. Maybe a few crewmen that they can ransom back to the family. Who knows, man. So Should have just bought the shit. Racketeering is like the next level of of, of, pir- of, of the pirate game. Not just a crime, man. You 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 start robbing people. You start running around. You selling drugs a little bit. You know, just rack, start racketeering, selling selling. Yo, this is protection. Yo, we'll sell you protection. Oh, who do we who do we need protection from? Mm, Us. Questions. Mad things. I don't know why I said mad things. Like that would be cool. Keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> so around <laughs> September. Or November of 1809, there's the Battle of Tiger's Mouth, which is a series of battles between Shingi Sao's Red Fleet and the Portuguese. Eventually, she's defeated, and this is when she begins to realize that she can't keep this up. And keep in mind, at this point, she's only been in power for about three years now, 
but already she's she's maneuvering for a way out. So she starts negotiating with the government. In April of 1810, Chingy Sal negotiates probably the best surrender deal I think I've ever heard of. Like Manafort should have got Chingy Sal to to nah, represent nah, him. Manafort, she would have got him Manafort a much better deal. Manafort should have gone to jail for longer. But let's continue. No, I agree. That's what so the deal allowed them basically to keep all of their plunder, no jail time, and they even received military appointments in the Chinese Navy. And then they got like government pensions once they retired and all this badass shit. You know, imagine being like a Chinese lieutenant in the Navy and then some dude with a big beard and a gold tooth comes up to you. It's like, yo, I'm your, I'm your, I'm com- your boss. I'm your commanding officer. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, imagine how, how, imagine how much you kill yourself. Yeah, I worked all my life. I, I climbed I'm through the correct ranks. I did everything I'm I was supposed 43. to. <laughs> and this man got my promotion. Wow. I'd become a pirate at that point. But all the pirates just became... Ain't no pirates. They vicious all just cycle, became... man. Vicious cycle. It's a vicious cycle. So, out of her entire fleet of around 17,000 at this point, less than 400 received any form of punishment. So, some were banished for about two years. Some were exiled entirely. And some were sentenced to death. But it's just it's just incredible that she was able to, to get this deal for them. Um... Again, she's one of the most successful pirates, probably the most successful pirate of all time. What, what's the so what's the difference between a pirate at the at the listening list and a regular like state government navy? Navies are built by taxes, and they have some sort of government. Stamp. I mean, but technically, technically, if you, you describe, but you it, can also employ pirates. The, the government can but, give pirates the but stamp. Technically, I mean, the pirates in this were funded by basically a tax system, so they're funded by taxes. Yeah, but that was their own taxes. That was their own internal society and internal system collecting it's, those it's taxes. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. With yeah, basically, countries. I mean, all the time. Yeah. So, what's the difference between pirates and the navy? Not saying that navies like, are guess. all pirates, but I'm saying what's I mean after reading this, like what's the difference between a pirate and a navy? A pirate and a navy? So, so it's just all about yeah. how official yeah. people think you are. Yeah, because she commanded 400 ships. 400 ships. There are no. There are a lot of countries who probably don't have 400 ships today. today. Yeah. So, what makes her a pirate? I guess it, it just matters on like what side you're viewing the issue from. I'd say she's just a commander of some sea people. She's just a, a nautical. It's a nautical monster. government. Yeah. It just was like drone just attacking. Just a floating nation state. Just drone attacking people because they're like, yo, I, yo you know, you, you metadata. And they're just telling you metadata and just moving on. That's what she was doing. That's what she was doing. That's what Chang'e Drone style. strikes. Pirates were the original drones? Yeah, if, Ch- if the Chinese <laughs> had drones during this time... It'd all be over. It would have all been <laughs> Of course. So, she gets her husband, Chang Pao, and also her adopted son, Chang Pao. She gets him a military appointment for a while. He's doing that for a while. I mean, eventually, he dies in 1822. Now, it's unknown what she did after his death for the most part. There are conflicting accounts. Some say 
that she began a smuggling ring. Some and you know some of the stuff that she was alleged to have smuggled mm-hmm. was in fact opium of all things. Some say she returned to her original practice and she opened up a, a brothel. Mm-hmm. Others say that she opened up a successful gambling house. My whole thing: why not all three? Why does it have to be one or the other? You got to diversify your assets, you do. don't you? You got to make sure that you've got money coming in from multiple different sources. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah, you know? that's how you end up with the overloaded basket. And if you ever carry something too heavy, it sucks. Yeah, you put all your books in one box. No, that that box is way too damn heavy. It's way too heavy, and then you got like the weird thing where you like you got to put it down, or you got to struggle, and you got to keep switching arms. Mm-hmm. It's a mess. She avoided that. But, you know, she dies at age 69 in 1844. And one of the coolest things about her, I think, that nobody is talking about is that she got out of the pirating life Mm -hmm. alive and unscathed. And she was not only, like, the most commercially successful pirate of all time, but she got out of that shit. She came... She blew shit up for about three yeah. years, and then that's all I need. I'm gone. It's all about getting out of the game. If you never, if you've never seen Juice, it's all about getting out of this game, man. Not Juice. Was that Juice? It's that. I'm messing up my. I'm messing up my black. My black movies. Um. God damn it. What's the? You seen this movie? With you, okay, so name all the black movies you've seen. I've just, because, I've, the one that popped in my brain was American Gangster. American Gangster. She no, didn't. He didn't no, exactly get out. No, it's it's got Mackay Pfeiffer. I'm I'm gonna mess up. I, this is the second time I've done this, and and it just hurts when I do it because I'm really. We know the movie. We all know the movie. Paid in full. Paid in full. Paid in full. So she got the game. Mm-hmm. The story, the story paid in full. It's like people, oh, let me get out the game. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I'm getting all this money, but now I'm saying it's starting to, you know, yeah. starting to fuck with my life. Live by the sword, die by the sword. You're starting to live by the sword. And then, you know what I'm saying? My man gets out the game, dog. Like very, now, very Pfeiffer. few people were able well, to do that. Pfeiffer gets killed in this yeah. movie. So this is, this is what I'm saying is you got you to gotta get out the game. Plan your escape you while you still can. You got to really take your time. If you're going to do crime, do it smart. Right. Have a way out. Extort niggas. Racketeer. Always have pl- plausible deniability. What's the, you ever done crime before, Henry? I mean, not that I want to admit to on public forum. And that's why you're smart, because you're not going to admit to it on public mm-hmm. forum. Nope. That's why you got a lot of bodies somewhere. Don't leave a paper trail. Okay. You So, Changi Sal, Chang Shi. A great time. Learned a lot. I didn't know anything about this. I, I thought piracy just happened in in the Bahamas, but apparently it all, happened all over the all, world. All over the world. It was an, it world. was an international thing. As long as boats were a thing, pir- pirates have been a thing. Man, pirates fell off. Pirates fell off. They were hard. like Changi shit. Hey, we still Chang-y got we still got pirates today. But like but like but in they're Somalia, not they're, just like, they're just like a speedboat and they're yeah. starving. <laughs> They'll have 400 ships just coming at you. Just some fucking teenagers in New Orleans with their dads. What are those boats with the big-ass fans on the back of them? Do they do piracy in New Orleans? I don't know. That's I'm wild. Just, I, was just, I was just throwing it out there. Yo, did you do... Why, why It'd be you a good port that? to hit because they always got shit yeah. coming into New Orleans. All right, well, 
here's the thing. What, what, what thing? What thing? What was the coolest thing about Chang Chang Shi Chang uh, Chang Shao Chang Chang Sao? Chang Shi Chang Sao. The, the these names. I'm I'm not. I don't have that white confidence. My man Chang Sao. Chang Sao. Chang Man, What's I just it? I just think it's weird that she was almost erased from history. That so much information about her slipped through the cracks because nobody bothered to record anything about that. To where it's like now we record everything and there's almost too much information about everything. But you look back like 200 years or so and those records become very scant and you're just you're just working with paper and speculation to create these these characters so yeah i think my favorite thing about chang chang shi chang sao probably the fact that she used to just throw people overboard with cannonballs attached to their feet that's everybody's gonna walk the plank Throw people overboard with Cannibals. heavy stuff. Now, on their ankles. do you think do you think some of those feet were bound? Do you think cannonballs are harder to slip on bound, bound feet? feet? Again. I don't ever want to think about bound feet again. <laughs> and you're smiling at me because you like to think about bound feet, and I find oh, that I don't like to think about. It. I, Yo, was just, I was just are, throwing the possibility also, out there. Are, that there might be disgusting. Might be complications. I was go with the less like weird angle, but you know what? <laughs> bound feet are disgusting, and don't ever bound your feet, baby. You're just you're beautiful how you are. Don't with, listen to them. With your angry, I'm a, I'm a cut you vibe. Don't ever bound your feet, and keep that extra that lets your little 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 side fat on you. We like that. We do. We do like that. Well, Chang Shi, Chang Shi one of the greatest pirates, or if not the greatest pirate to ever exist. All right. Now, now you know. Now you know. Thank you guys. Uh, follow us on uh, all the social medias. You know the deal, man. Uh, thank you guys for listening. This has been Hard Front History. Peace out. Peace.